Real Fit Radio with B and J.L.O.U. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. We can't help everyone, but everyone can help someone. Ronald Reagan. Don't kill the messenger. That's a good quote. Yeah, sometimes it's about the message and not the messenger. You get too caught up in who's telling you it miss out on everything oh yeah no i was solely dialed in on the quote which is actually accurate you can't help everybody but everybody can't help somebody yeah it's true it's if they want to help somebody you got some selfish people out there gimme 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 me 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 i i i i i hmm. i like that it's wednesday day two without the mask Throw it up like a cap and gown, people. <laughs> We're in California. So if you're listening in from somewhere else, you may have been without the mask for months now. We are so behind. We're just embracing it. I'm so excited. Went to the stores today and stuff without the mask. It's just like a whole mental stimulation type thing. I felt really good. We are supposedly in a heat wave. They uh, put out an advisory to conserve energy and Lou being from Houston he laughs at our heat waves I was molded by it <laughs> by the time it hit California I was already hot yeah Houston heat is nothing nice you feel like you're in an oven oh my goodness Louisiana Houston the humidity is crazy oh yeah a 85 degree day in Houston is 100 degrees 85 degrees here in LA is 85 degrees that's the difference I wouldn't trade. I'm not complaining. I embrace it. So I embrace the heat wave that's coming. No, nah, I'm going to still be outside on that deck, throwing something on the grill. Yeah. Making me one of them cold drinks. Okay. Enjoying yourself as you should. Getting a tan I don't need. <laughs> you spotted one yesterday talking about my back was darker than my thighs or whatever I was looking. I don't know what you were looking at, but. Your butt. Oh, it was my butt. You brought it up. Your butt. Right on. Well, my back is darker than my ass. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, unless you're <laughs> out there doing like a whole new tan, it's going to be like that. But it's interesting, though, is the weather gets hotter and you do tan. In the wintertime, my tan goes away, so it doesn't matter. Leave it to you. You say you don't get no tan. Oh, I do during the summertime, but it always leaves. And, you know, it is what it is. So without further ado, we're going to jump into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast. Also, just a side note, if you've been listening for a while or not even a side note, an announcement, our last podcast was about shortcuts. I'm always thinking of ways to be more efficient. And so Lou and I talked and I came up with some ways or just some things we're going to try out. And I just wanted to let you guys know if it seems like the podcast are getting shorter we're not intentionally making them shorter, but we're being very intentional with getting the information to you as quickly and not repetitively saying the same thing over and over. And in the course of a conversation, especially with me editing now, I'll hear me make the same point sometimes twice or I'm saying the same thing. And 
I'm a newbie to this. I'm annoyed by it. How can I be more efficient and effective? I really want you guys to have a takeaway and I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over. If they want to hear it again, they can listen because it's not 45 minutes, an hour, two hours. Lose, listen to some podcasts that are two hours long. And that's no dig on anybody else that has longer podcasts. We discussed shortcuts last week and I want to give you the most efficient, effective, concise version of what we are talking about. So we found like um, through the editing process, Lou will start and edit his vocals. And when he finishes, the podcast may have started out at like 45 minutes and you get it down to like 30. 30. And then <laughs> he'll give it to me and I'll have his vocals and mine and I'll edit. I'm there to edit mine, but I can chop away the whole podcast in its entirety. <laughs> when I finish, it's like, what, 23 minutes? Yeah, round about. I think that's your second time or maybe third time going around. But each time it's been a little bit shorter. It seems like this podcast is getting shorter and shorter. What happened? I remember when they first started doing them. This is a 15 minute podcast. The last one we just put out was like 14 minutes, I think. 13. Yeah. And then we always have snippets on our Instagram at Real Fit Radio. And those are really interesting. If you just don't want to listen to a full podcast, we create those snippets and try to put something together for someone that may never go to the full podcast. They just click that 59 second snippet on our Instagram page and they have a takeaway as well from there. You know, so either or whichever works for you, food for thought. We do the dishes. No, the goal is to please all the different markets. Some people only have 59 seconds in their life to lend their ears to some information. And shout out to you guys who listen to the full podcast. But if it's something there that you would like us to discuss further, or even if it's some topics, be always tell you guys at the end of every segment, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to hit us at, at Real Fit Radio or email us. So. If you want it longer, ask some questions that we can answer. But if not, we going to roll with our topic. And when we done with it, <laughs> we done with it. Put the women and children to bed and let's go looking for dinner. If y'all watch the program, y'all got that. <laughs> what program? The program is a football movie with Omar oh, Epps. Yeah. <laughs> Omar oh. Epps and oh, I was Joe lost. Kane, the quarterback. Y'all know. Y'all know what it is. If you know, you know. Okay, I was lost on that one too. So I'm one of those that didn't know, and he 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 let me know. He clarified it for me. So now I know. Mm -hmm. I've been going back and forth with this in my head, and it's so hard now because we podcast these conversations to try to keep them as authentic and on the spot as like possible. Like we have not talked about this, and it's getting harder and harder because we talk all throughout the week and sometimes we'll start a conversation and so that I don't have Lou like thinking on it or he's prepared in advance for that's what we're talking about on the podcast. I try to like not not talk about it too much with him and it's it's really hard. Hustler mentality and a grind mindset or hustler mindset and a grind mentality. People, especially a couple of people that I know, they like moving and shaking, doing, a, you know, this and that. And the goal that they're saying they have is, you know, I, I don't want to work all my life. And so I'm getting this so I can make some money over here. And, I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm buying this. I'm going to flip it. And it's all these things they're doing. They got their hand in all these pies. And, you know, I'm looking at it and 
I had to really sit back and think about how long they've been doing this hustle. Do they ever create a plan for the hustle to come to an end? If I'm grinding or hustling, whatever it is, it's always temporary. It's a means to an end. Whatever the hustle or grind is, is putting me in position to where I can work smarter, not harder. I can make money when I sleep or whatever it is I'm doing for right now. I'm, I want to set that particular thing up where I don't have to do it. You know, I'm hustling. Usually when you're hustling and you're grinding, you burn in the midnight oil. You might have crazy hours. You know, you're doing things that you normally would not do within a 24 hour time or eight hour time span. You're not hustling like that's your job. There's some people that love that that hustle, that grind, and they're telling you they're doing it. You know, like I, you know, this is the hustle, the grind. You know, I, I got to do it. This is what I have to do. But you, you know, there's no out. There's no stopping it. They have no plan. They have no desire to not do it. They enjoy that hustle. They enjoy the grind. It almost gives them life. It's invigorating to them. They'll tell you, you know. And when I get this money, I'm going to put me and my family in a better position. I'm hustling so that my kids, kids, kids won't have to hustle like this. I'm making these moves so that, you know, they won't have to make these moves. And I'm like, okay, you're hustling. And every time I've seen you and we've had conversations, you still hustling. You're going to get your paper. What happens when you're gone? Are you leaving some sort of legacy or blueprint for them to hustle better? Are they going to continue the hustle? Are they going to take the tools and resources you left or put them to use in a better way where they don't have to hustle? Or are you going to hustle till you die and then they pick up the torch and they start hustling too? This whole hustler mindset, grind mentality. I don't think anybody really wants to hustle and grind all their life. I really don't. But I believe it's been done so long by some people. It's a perpetuated cycle. If they're not hustling and grinding, they're not living. And so you might be doing this and don't even know, like you've just been hustling your whole life. And what am I doing to get myself in a position to where I'm not hustling so hard? Yeah, you kind of make it hard not to repeat. <laughs> because once you said what the topic was, I had a couple of points. Oh, OK, I got some points I could probably throw out there. But you start talking and you start going into different pieces of it. It's like, OK, there go that point. All right, there go that point. So I have a question for you. You do music and I've known you now for eight years and you've been doing music since I've known you. Now, if somebody else came up and saw you and they knew you before me and you were doing music, would they consider you like a hustler? Because you're still doing music. You're not where you want to be fully in it. So would you be like, a? would you still be on the grind of the hustle? How do you not fall into that hustle grind mentality? Because someone say, did you hustling and grinding still too? They could if they're looking at the smaller picture. Mm -hmm. Granted, I am still doing music, but the difference between when I was doing music there and who I am now are two different people. At first, I was the artist, you know, and I still am an artist. I still put out my own music, but the thought process of how I go about it is totally different. Like at first it was just like, oh, yeah, I want to do the shows. I got to do the tours, this, that and other. Then I started coming across more business knowledge of 
about the music industry and I started thinking like, okay, the hustle mentality or the grinding mentality going on tour that still requires me to go out there and put on a show. But then you start learning about publishing and royalties, signing other artists if that's the route you choose to go. That's not only duplicating yourself, but that's also growing a business, which that's where I'm at with it. So with the royalties and things like that, I put out a song. I don't have to make that song again. That song is in the world and whatever it's making, whether it's pennies or a couple thousand dollars every month is making money on its own. And I made those songs years ago. But when I first started making music, my first mixtapes or my first album isn't on a platform, meaning that's not making any money unless I say, hey, you want to buy this CD, which puts me back in the grind mode. You have song placement opportunities. Those songs end up in movies. Some of your favorite songs are in those movies. And guess what? They're getting paid thousands of dollars and sometimes royalties on that. That's another way that your song is making money for you and you made that song years ago. I'm actually stretching myself in different areas. I'm going into more of a production phase where I'm creating beats, which could possibly at some point, if I decide to go into that further, I'm not the one that's rapping on the song. Somebody purchased that beat, which means initially there's some money that's made because of a hustle or a grind that I put in to make that track. But if that artist get on that track and make it hot and I'm registered on it with my publishing as the composer, guess what? That's royalties there. I didn't have to put in a man hours to create the song it's out there in the world somebody else is on it and i'm making money chilling kicking back somewhere and that's the way the transition has been for me in music amongst other things the covid thing put a whole stop on hosting a show and putting a opportunity up there for other artists which would generate another form of revenue at some point so it's different ways that i'm thinking and going about my music and if somebody says that's a grind and a hustle because it haven't popped off like some megastar or something like that, then so be it. That you're entitled to your opinion. But at that point, I can't control when it pops off. All I can do is keep being innovative and understanding that my energy level is not going to be the same way. So that's why I said some of my stuff will piggyback off what you said, because who wants to be grinding 12, 14 hour days doing whatever? It doesn't matter what you're doing. Like nobody wants to be doing that at 30, 40, 50 years old or whatnot. I kind of equate that shit to an athlete. Like some of the stuff you did as an athlete when you was in your teen years, in your early 20s, you're not going to be working out the same way. That just comes with experience and educating yourself on whatever it is that you're doing. So I'd like to say that I transitioned from a hustler mindset to a business mindset. And I think a lot of people get caught up in the hustler mindset because it sounds good because you're moving and shaking. And that ain't always good. At some point, you want to be able to enjoy the money that you're making. If you consistently going out there pounding a pavement and you're not duplicating yourself, hell, you making the money. It's like, yeah, yeah, I made the money. So what you going to do? You're going to do a little one or two day vacation. Or even if you decide to go on a longer vacation, what you going to do the whole time? You thinking about, damn, when I get back, I'm going to have to get on the grind again because shit, I'd have spent all this money on this seven day vacation. And I'm going to have to figure out how to recoup. That ain't what you want to be doing. When you go on a vacation, you want to be able to enjoy the vacation and know that you're making money on that vacation. That's where having business acumen and then being a hustler. I don't want to be known as a hustler. But I ask you that because it was almost a way of you giving 
an example of what you do and how you were able to educate yourself and then you aligned yourself. And this is all when it comes to music and you created opportunities to make money while you sleep. You found a way to diversify the the grind or the hustle. You made an investment or for someone duplicating themselves. So the way you're duplicating yourself is you're putting the, those songs out in the world. That's you being in those places. That's minus the tour. You kind of omitted the tour. The tour is physically jumping on these buses mm-hmm. going everywhere. But you having to be the one to put on the show. Right. You got somebody that makes a CD and they're selling the CD on the corner, right? Mm-hmm. You went from selling the CDs and I'm doing shows. That's you being physically there with the CD in your hand or physically going and doing these shows versus you putting it on Tidal, uh, iTunes, all these other platforms where those songs or bodies of work are available. You get in the streams, you get paid all these different ways, right? So you duplicated yourself. But before you could even duplicate yourself, you had to put yourself in a position to educate yourself so you don't have to grind and hustle so hard out there with the CDs or in the studio. And once I do this one, I got to go do another one. You're not even putting these songs that you just did. It's like those CDs were sold. They're done. Let me put some more out, you know, with the hustle and grind. You have to make sure that you are educating yourself, aligning yourself with the opportunities to make money while you sleep. You got to find ways to diversify the grind and the hustle. You. Yeah, you. What's your passion? Purpose. Every day you try, you succeed. The time is now. Journey of a legend. It starts with you. Now we'll be duplicating yourself. You know, maybe you create additional vendors if it's a product or putting your product online where you making money while you sleep. You know, I think that's the ultimate way the grind and the hustle is not happening. Like I'm sleeping and someone just bought my music or bought the product or I'm sleeping and someone has just booked me to fly here, to fly there or to do since the pandemic, a Zoom, you know what I'm saying? Um, call where I'm motivating or or I'm doing a creative consultation, things like that. So just you don't want to be grinding and hustling your your whole life. And if if it's just something you you just get sheer gratification from, you enjoy it. You feel that is what your purpose to do. Like if you're not grinding or hustle, like, hey, by all means, this is not for you. I'm not here to to stop you and what you were passionate about. But more than not, the people that I've seen growing up people that I have conversations with, I don't even think they understand this perpetuated grind and hustle cycle they're in. Well, the goal is to do what you love because you want to, not because you have to. And then the example I'd give to also go outside and turn your lights on in your car and leave them on all night. That battery is going to drain. You have to think about yourself the same way. When you're running like that all the time, your battery or your energy level is going to deplete. And that's what you don't want to happen. You shouldn't be having to run the same pace that you did 10 years ago now. It has to be something that you can leverage yourself with. The older you get, 
you're not going to hustle and grind the same way you did when you was in your 20s, you know, or if you've been hustling even younger than that, you need a new battery. How dope is it for you to pass on information that someone else can use as a catalyst or stepping stone to do better, be better, to be financially free, to just be their very best. And they don't have to pick up the baton and and keep grinding and hustling. Yeah. (laughs) My last point is the part about I'm hustling so my kids don't have to hustle or so my kids' kids don't have to live like I live. Okay, that's great. But there's this thing called generational wealth. And then (laughs) there's this thing called wealth. You just grinding and hustling and not passing nothing on is just wealth or rich. That generational wealth, when you see some of these people living in these $85 million houses, granted, I'm not condoning that. Even if I had it, I don't think I would spend that much money on a house. But when you ask these questions about how they get in those houses, that's generational wealth. And it's not too many times where it's the first person out the gate who's making that type of money. That shit happened through probably four or five generations down the line where they were able to spend that. And it's like not even hurting their pockets because you got to think about it. It's the $85 million house. That means it's a lot of property tax in that, the upkeep, all that. So it ain't just purchasing a house, it's maintaining a house. So that means it's some long ass money to have to be there to in order for that to happen. So that generational wealth occurs when one generation passes on knowledge to the next generation. So if you're not out there passing on knowledge that could potentially make your family one of those families who creates generational wealth, you're doing a grave injustice to the future generation down the line. Because granted, your first generation might be cool. Your second one might even be cool. The third one might even be cool. But what happens about the fourth and fifth and the sixth one down the line or whatnot? That money at some point will run out because you're not teaching them how to create opportunity where they can make money on top of the money that was inherited. So that's my last tip on that. Teach your your youngins, man, or or your your gurus or whoever, generational wealth and a business mindset and not just a hustle mindset. That's great to start out. That means you got work ethic and you got grit. You're trying to get some stuff done. But That needs to be transmuted into a business mindset, something that allows you to be able to make money, whether you're doing it or not. Well said. I hope that you guys are, if you're not in a position, you're getting yourself positioned to make money while you sleep. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to keep this conversation going, shoot us a question. You can send us an email at realfitradio at gmail.com. Our podcast drops every Monday. You can catch a snippet of the latest podcast or other podcast on our Instagram at Real Fit Radio. If you're not following us, you definitely should be. As always, we hope this inspired, impacted, or empowered someone. Until next time.